You are listening to episode 83. And I also would like to introduce today the Okiki Video Bootcamp. Yes, I will be launching a course, which I will have a wait list in the show notes. And I will be launching some group coaching as well. I know there has been a lot of requests lately of people wanting to learn how can they create content for their own brands. And so I'm looking forward to bringing you along in the journey with that. If that's something that you've wanted to gain skills and techniques on, this will be for you. You'll learn systems on how to create content effectively and efficiently and have more time for yourself in the process while reaching your clients. Again, you can find the information for the Okiki Video Bootcamp in the show notes below. Thank you so much for listening to this series so far. This is another episode that was filmed right in Lagos, Nigeria, when I was there in the summer to see my family for a few different events. But I was very excited to do this episode because I am promoting a company that my cousin-in-law, I like to call her, uh, is a bit of a partner in. Um, But in this interview, you'll notice that I'm more so speaking to Joshua Yui Guerin, who is her business partner and really the CEO and founder of a luxury home building company called Shorebricks. So we're going to get into that in a minute. Shorebricks is run by CEO Joshua Yui Guerin, and it is a luxury construction company based in Lagos, Nigeria, and they are pushing the boundaries of design and excellence when it comes to building, execution, and customer service in the construction industry in Nigeria and Africa as a whole. And they are getting quite a few commissions from clients, mainly overseas. They have been in existence since 2017. And they really do think of the end to end of your home building experience. So I know some of you are interested, right, in investing in homes abroad in other countries and making sure that whoever you're working with is creating good quality work. So I was really excited to see young millennial Nigerians coming up with something like this and how they are able to do this successfully. And you will learn about it in today's episode. By the way, if you have been enjoying the Okiki podcast, be sure to leave me a rating and review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts and let me know, how are you enjoying these episodes? Are they inspiring you in your entrepreneurial journey? You can also follow us on YouTube where you can see the video versions of these podcasts. So if you'd like to see some of my guests and see what that experience is like and actually see some of the clips of what I'm talking about, you'll definitely get to experience it on there. And finally, this episode is also brought to you by Okiki Consulting, where we offer video content strategy for companies in English and French. So whether it's videography, video editing, or just coming up with your video strategy, we are here to help and support you on that journey. All right, on with today's episode.
Welcome to the Okiki Podcast, where we make inspirational people known. Brought to you by your host, Fian O'Brien. Welcome to the Okiki Podcast, and today I have some very special guests. I have who I like to call my cousin-in-law, uh, Justina Abayan. So she is Joshua's wife, and yeah, we've gotten very close, and I learned that she had this business with her business partner, Uli Joshua, and they have Shorebrick. So we're going to learn more about that today, but I'm really excited to do this episode because I get to feature not only Nigerian entrepreneurs, but young millennial Nigerian entrepreneurs, and I just think that's awesome to see what are millennials doing all over the world, right? So thank you both for being on the podcast today. <laughs> so let's get started. What was both of your you know, educational paths, and how did you cross paths and decide that doing a business was like a really good idea? We both studied like the same engineering, biological material engineering, and by the time we came out, he was into construction, and I was into facility and I've been in facility for a while then he was like okay why don't we even take this thing seriously you take the uh, project back or get everything while I I'll do the finishing on and that's how we that's how shall we sure for sure and thanks for bringing that in and for those people who are in North America what exactly does facility entail facility has like different um, perspective Mm. And all aspects of how they come. So it has to do more on the day to day activities of what happens in the house, like mm. the plumbing, the electricity, mm-hmm. the painting. Mm. You can go as far as painting. Mm. Anything that has to do with um, maintaining the house mm. and keeping up the house, like a day to day activity. So awesome. awesome. But if, um, if you're starting like a project, mm. like a, a fresh project, starting from the so you, the facility person already knows, okay, yeah, this is actually where we kept this. This is actually where the electrical, all the electrical parts leads to. So it's mm-hmm. almost like mm-hmm. the, the facility person knows plumbing part of like, where if there's a, like any fault in the house, he knows exactly, exactly where. It is. So you're not calling like an outsider to come and say, okay, can you help us trace it? Because the person was there from the beginning of the yeah. house. Very cool field. So basically, like end to end, they know yeah. exactly what's going on with the building project. And then you both met doing the same program or doing similar programs or were in the same class. How did that happen? <laughs> okay. Yeah, and yeah. We met in um, a program in university, mm-hmm. the University of Technology Futa. Awesome. Herself and her brother came mm-hmm. to the program mm-hmm. with me. So we met. We we're just friends, you know. And um, fortunately, we landed in the same department. So since then we've been very close friends. So we went through school. She did IT with Guinness. They did IT with no, Nigeria. Oh, sorry. Yeah. So she had massive experience with facilities, ACs, plumbing. So me, I I was posted to a place where I did construction. Oh. So mm-hmm. I got into construction. So at the time, I left my job after a time mm-hmm. because I wanted to go. Mm-hmm. So she also finished her own stuff, and mm-hmm. um, she was doing a facility from home. So. 
I said, okay, it's better I will start a construction firm because I have the experience in on-site construction. Right. She has massive uh, experience with managing facilities, you know, knowing how to support and push a project. Hmm. Like she has project manage management skills. Yeah, for sure. So when you combine those two together, you have like a firm construction company. So we started Chubbies. That's amazing. So we moved uh, initially outside with like a project mm -hmm. just to test the waters. So we brought like evolved ideas from um, like a, personally me. I used to go online, mm -hmm. look at what contemporary has abroad, US and uh, anyway on Instagram. Mm -hmm. So she to us. So we made a client, mm -hmm. did a drawing for him. So we got yeah. our first home. So from the success of our first home, which was sold for like two hundred and ten million naira. That's usual Martin in Nigeria. So we got all that works, all that luxury project in Royal Gardens. That should be one of the most luxurious houses within the estate. Wow. So she brought her expertise. We were able to like work for different people. From there, people started seeing what we can do. Mm. So started calling us to bring our ideas. That's very cool. I feel like there's so many pieces in that that I want to unravel. Okay. And one of the first is, so between working for a company and then launching Short Bricks, how long was that before you decided, hey, let's go full-time into entrepreneurship? And what do you feel like was your biggest obstacle in like launching that company? I served in a construction company and I was retained. I started working for them as an engineer. But there was no progress. It was not progressive. Like, you were on a salary, but there was no promotion. You are consistently um, doing stuff that we know you can do more. So we had a problem because they wanted to move me to a different state. Mm. And Lagos is where Los is. If you leave Lagos in Nigeria, most especially, if you're not going to approach that kind of construction we have in Lagos, is different from whatever else. Right. I had to resign. Mm. The first year was not easy, I must confess. <laughs> it was terrible. It was terrible. Uh, because uh, I had no job. Huh. And initially, I was like trying to keep to myself, you know. Yeah. Losing a job forcefully is not easy. Yeah. So the good thing is I have friends. Hmm. She's like, uh, she's my best friend. Mm. So I have support mm. from experience. From yeah. like each time I want to like, I, I think, go into a, a level where I was feeling so bad. You know, she can always come and like, come on, look on the bright side. Mm. Mm -hmm. You can always get better, and you're always going to get better. This is just like the beginning. Mm. So I started. Um, I remember she sent me some questions from a pastor. Mm -hmm. So I took it seriously. Yeah, yeah. Um, so speaking about, you know. You become a king before you get to the throne. Right. That your mentality right. changes things for you. So I started looking at, okay, I'm capable of doing luxury homes, <clears throat> which can bring our evolved ideas. Yeah. And give Nigeria like finishing. You know, in Nigeria, mm -hmm. the problem we, we lack finishing in Nigeria. On housing projects. Yeah. Yes. Few contractors mm -hmm. can deliver a prime house in terms of finishing, but that's what Shawbridge is into. We we not only just deliver houses, we deliver homes. Mm -hmm. So our projects are clean, we take it seriously. From yeah. project supervising, when she comes in, she also has the operations. Mm -hmm. And uh, me, uh, have to consult on the project also, we bring people to come and like, look at our project and say, okay, where do you think we can get better? Mm -hmm. So we're always evolving mm -hmm. from one laundry to another, we combine drawing, design, where we are right now. We're not, we are not where we want to be, but mm -hmm. we're also moving. Also moving, yeah. and I was very impressed when I saw the work too. Um, one thing about my cousin a lot is she's very modest. <laughs> so we were watching something on YouTube. Uh, I believe it was a young lady who got a house in Bali, and 
um, all of a sudden she was talking about this company, and I was like, wait, you have a company? And then she was showing me the work I did. I saw the cleanness, I saw the execution. I think the standards were really high. So I was very impressed by that, impressed that you as young people were doing that. And so just to add on to it then, because of the circumstances, com com combining and going forward, what was the biggest challenge in launching your brand and getting that first client? Because I'm sure that first client was the hardest one. And like, what was the process in, in getting that client, convincing them this is what you're going to do, and even like, yeah, doing that project from start to finish in terms of just making sure that it really set off the tone that you wanted for your company. I think, I think it's like I'm starting to declare. <laughs> our, our first client. Yeah, we could hear you. Because yeah. we have yeah, you the last question. Maybe your perspective oh. first. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can say what you okay. feel comfortable saying okay, if there's some say, parts um, you can't say. The first client, it was not easy. Right? It was like, not how easy. did I get it? When I worked in the company before, I met someone. Mm -hmm. So I saw him again after two years. Yeah. So just like, he told me his friend was going to develop properties. Mm -hmm. So I made a friend. He, he bought the land from us. He said he wants to do You know, he has not seen my work before. He only knew I worked for a company. Right. So. We have to go through that hurdle of trying to convince somebody that we can do it. We took the work as um, we wanted to showcase our, our work. Like, we can do this. Showbreeze can give you luxury. Mm -hmm. We're finished luxury. It took a chance on us. Mm. The, the financial part was not nice, I must confess. So, you kind of took a pay cut it, to do this? A lot of yeah. it. Okay. So that you can prove yourself. Prove myself. Like, yeah. okay, we can do it. So, I spoke to her at that time that, okay, what do we do with this kind of. Um, he said, okay. We need to put something out there mm -hmm. so people will believe in us mm -hmm. and so we can actually do it. Yeah. So it was not easy. Financially, it was terrible. <laughs> it, let me since, uh, yeah. it was terrible. She knows. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we struggled financially to get it the board. Right. We, we still delivered the project. Right. In its prime state, like we delivered the project, but it was not a financially rewarding project. But we didn't care about that. Yeah. You knew the long term what it would do. Yeah. So we knew that. If we were able to do this, mm -hmm. people will see this and they'll refer us. Right. So, because the truth is, good jobs, mm -hmm. you get referrals from it. So, fortunately for us, we did the job, and from the job, other people started seeing what we can do. So, yeah. it's like getting back to us, okay, we want you to design something for us. Because mm -hmm. um, we mostly do design and build. Mm -hmm. So, we design, we have, we have a team of builders, we have architects, we have so many people in the team. So, mm -hmm. we design. We build. Mm -hmm. So we got people that live abroad. Mm -hmm. We got like two clients wow. stay abroad. Yeah. Um, one is currently in Canada, the other one is in the UK. Mm -hmm. So um, they gave us the opportunity to help them build something in Nigeria. Yeah. So uh, it's not easy to, to be for people, Nigerians that live abroad. Yeah. And it's, of, it's hard for them to find someone they can trust. There's a lot of yeah. integrity issue. Yeah. So that's where we are different as a company. Because integrity is like our forefront, it's at the forefront of our organization. Like, you can trust us with your money. If we tell you we are giving you this, yeah. we are not giving you the lesser quality. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, the first time was not easy. It's not easy. <laughs> what about your perspective? I see a lot of laughter, so I feel like there's a lot behind it. Yeah, she knows. Yeah, we'd love to hear. <laughs> you don't have to say more than you feel comfortable, but even just your perspective on it from a facility's perspective. What, what did that feel like? Waste of time, I feel like you're trying to extort from them. Mm -hmm. This is just something you can get. I just need the project to just come to an end. Okay, let's just finish this. Let's just prove to ourselves or maybe some other people out there that, okay, yes, we can actually do 
this is actually like our first baby that mm. we delivered. You get, but <laughs> but like you said, it wasn't easy. It wasn't easy. So but, as a facility manager, you had to probably deal with that client more directly. Too. I didn't even deal with him because I wasn't directly on that that project. I had uh, that project. Uh, 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 I was on that, but that was our first. I think sometimes facility of construction the whole like the whole real estate mm. will humble you in a kind of way. Like it will test you emotionally. I'm telling you. Yeah. And if you don't have patience, you need a lot. Because. Yeah, probably Practice emotional intelligence. If you don't have it, you cannot survive in construction and there. A lot of emotional. So people, when people say, now we have some other project coming up because mm-hmm. of some things we've done, we have mm-hmm. like uh, three, four projects coming up together, mm-hmm. and then people say we are lucky. Mm-hmm. We are really not lucky. We put in the effort mm-hmm. to build the brand. Even before we started a company, we were already doing things behind, uh, like mm-hmm. behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah. It took efforts, consistency, integrity, which is one of the biggest factors in construction in Nigeria. Mm. Integrity. Mm-hmm. Like, if we say, if you send us this money, we're not saying, oh, we're going to get you a lesser quality. Yeah. So that's why we can build for people that stay abroad. Mm-hmm. So for someone that stays abroad in the UK to invest over 300 million on a project, they're, they're expecting the best. That, yeah. that means they, they, they trust you completely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that project will, will deliver it. Mm-hmm. Same thing with the person in Canada. They trusted us because they saw what we did for the person in the UK. So integrity and a lot of hard work um, will come a long way, but uh, we put in a lot of effort also. So we didn't just get here and say, okay, we're not doing like four projects once, luxury project. Oh, it was luck. No, no, no. We worked. Mm-hmm. We were emotionally intelligent. Mm-hmm. We pushed us into integrity and mm-hmm. our work is impeccable. And I want to add to that too because you're also running a whole construction team. Yeah. So it's one thing for you as the leaders to say, hey, this is the standard we want. True. This is the standard we want for clients. How do you actually get the people working under you to emulate and reflect that? Because sometimes, I don't know how else to say this, but construction can be a challenge no matter which country you're in. Yeah, if you're in Canada, you can get some really funky construction <laughs> workers. If you're in Nigeria, same thing. So I feel like that's one well, thing that um, is universal. And so I is, just wanted to ask, like, how she, do you ensure does. that your staff is like as high quality as you? She does the equipment. I don't do the equipment. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> because um, she she has an uh, understanding. She knows people better than I do. Mm. So me, probably you just send me your CV. I'll just look at it. I'll see the person in the book. She she knows how to read people better. Uh, so she does the recruitment. So how does that work for you? What's going through your brain when you're? with them and. What's going through your brain when you're? At first, it was a bit challenging because I'm like, I really don't know how to interview people. What's that actually? And because we were starting out small, yeah, we didn't want to get like, we got like engineers like graduate. Mm-hmm. More, more of IT. Yeah. The on time um, lapse between um, during their like they call it some student internship. It's like a thing in Nigeria. Oh yeah. Do, I should like, definitely explain yeah. that too. So IT in Nigeria is kind of like the same thing as 
a summer grant, yeah, right? Yeah, a yeah, student yeah, summer yeah, grant. So it's yeah. being covered by the government. Is that mm -hmm. kind of how it works? Kind of, but then some private firms also pay their grant. So awesome, awesome. And they have like between like three to six months to learn all of that. So it was more of them than the main private. Yeah, because we also pay. Yeah. yeah. But we pay the IT as well. And mm -hmm. you see people, mm -hmm. like there was a particular person that we hired and by the time he came, he actually didn't know anything about construction. Really? Like he was very clueless. And by the time he was done after that six months, I felt really proud because you could see mm. that he had grown. It wasn't mm. based on okay, this was what they taught us in school. This is actually how we like he yeah. saw everything like practically like he, he yeah, he, yeah. You could see that there was a change. Like mm -hmm. he went oh, okay, yes, I can repeat my change like I know I know, I know like, something about the industry. After yeah. I know yeah. about but like he was involved in one I yeah. think he almost saw through the through the end of the project, which was the and mm. the fact that you can impact that kind of knowledge to someone and you see them not just academically mm -hmm. but also on character wise. Some of them had mm. like you, you don't just talk anyhow to clients or to um, artisans, you get like they had to learn more that this is how you talk to people. Do you get this is how you talk to like you don't talk to artisans not because they are working for you, you just talk to them anyhow. Yeah, they treat have, them well. Yeah, treat them well. So mm -hmm. when you're telling them, please help me check this thing so that that same problem where the person missed won't be an accident to another person. Like, it was it was just a beautiful thing to just. So it's sounding that. like the way your company helps the people who work for you to do it is that you kind of created this company yeah. culture. Because it's sounding like I'm guessing with IT with students on on these government or corporate grants, there's a lot of turnover. Yeah. So it's not like you had a chance to really be like, okay person working for us, this is how things go. Like you really had to give them the company culture very quickly. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, really yeah, invest in them yeah. individually and tell them like this is how things work, this is how things go. So that's pretty impressive. And to do that in like three to six months. So basically you two created this company culture and it just influenced the yeah. people that working for you to keep up with that quality that you're looking for. Did you ever have workers who were like Nah, like I want to do this, or this is who I worked with before, <laughs> and they didn't, they weren't this picky. So why are you guys bugging me? Uh, yeah. I think we had one. Yeah. Female. Uh, yeah. Trainee. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Uh, initially, she, <laughs> yeah. she she didn't like it. Ah. Uh, she was more like um she, she wants to be on the um, you know on, it's stressful construction mm -hmm. is stressful. Let's be sincere with The sun, the the hazards on site. Mm -hmm. So she was more caught up with that. But, Eventually, I think we were able to help her see why she needed to just at least understand the business and um, help her grow. So you have had challenging people yeah, working for you? Yes, we had, um, there was a female trainee that came around. She was hesitant mm -hmm. from the beginning, like um, she was not used to such stress. Mm -hmm. She went to this private school where yeah. you know, soft life and everything. So we were able to convince her yeah. to just put in a little bit of effort. Yeah. Because at the same time, she wanted to a good grades. Yes. So she later became better before she left. So two months ago, one of uh, students from our school called me and said the former student gave me gave him my number mm -hmm. because she was the best student in their defense. Oh wow! Oh. I was like, are you for real? <laughs> so you like you encouraged her to like you get said she was the best student. Yeah. In her defense, in the whole of the class. 
Wow. So he had to go and meet her and say, okay, please give me the number of the company. I wow. want to IT there. Wow. So he came, he has already started. It was so like when she when he heard her speak yeah. about what she, she did on site, how she was participating participating things and everything, like they allowed her to do things on site. Wow. So it was like, oh no, no, he has to do his IT there. Whatever. Um, wow. So he came, he's actually doing his IT with us now. That's that was such a cool a recommendation story. from someone that initially she was not up to it. Wow. But because of love, of, um, you know, the way we handle stuff. So <laughs> she became better. She left yeah. in, a good, uh, in a good way. But regardless, she was able to refer someone and say, okay, I did something in this company. And she didn't speak. She just did her defense. And uh, yeah. the student saw it and said, like, no, no, no. This guy really did a lot for you. Yeah. So. I think that speaks very loudly of a company though, like where it's not just your work speaking for you, yeah. but it's also the people behind the brand. Mm -hmm. And I think it's really cool that as you're building buildings, you're also building leaders, right? Yeah. And I just think that's amazing, again, that at your young age is that you're already bringing that. Because I think if we know anything about anywhere, people need good leaders. And that's actually really hard to build. So I really commend you both on that. And that's just so exciting to hear. I was going to say that, yeah, so you started, you worked with the team. And then you started getting your clients because they're starting to see your work. And so I guess another question to ask you both is, how do you source materials to kind of keep the luxury look going? And where do you see this company going in the next, you know, five years? <laughs> love to hear. I'd love to hear from both. Okay, I'll start with uh, the materials and yeah. trying to keep up the levels with, uh, you know, with Megawi. It's difficult to convince clients for their own good, but they don't always see it like that. Sometimes you meet a client that has high taste. Mm -hmm. It's good for you because it means your project is going to come out well. Mm -hmm. There's some other clients that have, they have the money but they don't know what luxury is. So yeah. you need to now convince them that what you do will benefit them in their projects mm -hmm. on the long run. Mm -hmm. So we show them what we've done before, yeah. how beautiful it is. Mm -hmm. So I try to tell my client that this is what is involved right now. This is contemporary. This is um, yeah. some stubborn but eventually mm -hmm. because of what we've done before that is good they've seen it yeah yeah so they can say okay 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 please do that for me hmm. so yeah. and again luxury is not just about uh, spending money spending money spending money. luxury is about how you finish your house mm -hmm. little little details the walls the bathrooms how you open your doors the space mm -hmm. you know how people can move around your house mm -hmm. you must bring in the client's ideas mm -hmm. mention with the company's ideas then um, have an evolve Mm -hmm. um, construction like uh, mm -hmm. it's about client being comfortable in your house yeah it's not sure. always about us yeah but we, we need to always seek their opinion about okay, what do you like yes. what do you want in this house mm -hmm. so if we take their opinions or, or the ideas as it may be we evolve it mm -hmm. we give it more light we, mm -hmm. we make it more beautiful Mm -hmm. and hand it over to them. So yeah. it, it becomes like, a, it, it's their own idea. So, but then you got to like bring it to Yeah, them, so, so most really of them like, okay, 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 oh, yeah. this is that. So we started this, like in our project, um, yeah. we started these floated staircases. Okay. Abroad in most houses, they do floated staircases with um, the wood and the, um, you know, they put irons in the wall. Mm -hmm. So we did our own floated casted staircases. Ah. So um, it's part of this project, it's like a brand um, signature. Yeah, yeah. So our staircase are floated and it's casted also, it's concrete, hmm. pure concrete, so you can step on it. Beautiful. So we bring ideas like that, evoke mm -hmm. ideas, mm -hmm. we we'll add it to it just to spice the whole construction. Yeah. And we have different areas how we design our bathrooms. We add a little bit of luxury. Mm -hmm. So we advise on 
materials to use. If you want contemporary, we also have that. If you want extreme luxury, we can go that way too. <laughs> but in between, just, yeah. we're going to have a beautiful home. Yeah. Regardless, the, sure. the equality never reduces. Mm -hmm. yet, yet, the material might be different in terms of um, affordability. How but the quality is the same. Mm -hmm. We have a level, and we'd rather not take a project mm -hmm. if we know we cannot meet up with our level. Mm -hmm. We cannot give you the quality that the company represents. Mm -hmm. So we'd rather not take a project. Because there are some projects that the client wants something to buy, mm -hmm. but the budget is something like in Kurdu. <laughs> so they they are not being realistic sometimes. That's yes. problem with construction in yeah. Nigeria. Yeah. Like if somebody is charging you, let's say twenty million for something, and yeah. another person comes and says, I can do it for ten million and you're not afraid. No, they're not they're, they're not considering always. Okay, that no, as maybe they, they feel like you're trying to split them off. Instead of seeing it as but a But at the same time they're still gonna spend more money in the long term. And nothing. So I tell the client like, Oh, you have to do a stamp concrete. Okay, I know people that can do better stamp concrete for you. 10,000 per square meter. They say, no, somebody else is doing for five. They yeah. do it three, six months down the line. It's already cracking. You end up bringing another three million yeah, to repair. To fix it. Yeah. Then after then, another two million in two years. <laughs> so yeah. you get sometimes. Uh, it's like quality over yeah. quantity. That's the problem. We do have a culture that we like to bargain. So I think it's kind of in the back end of our minds every time we're approaching deals or things. Yeah. But I think that quality versus quantity thing is also a, a very important conversation to have, especially for long-term projects yeah, like this. Yeah, for sure. We have a policy we try to maintain. Uh -huh. Contemporary homes, luxury homes, um, minimalistic homes, uh -huh. there's a quality. If your budget is not meeting us at uh -huh. the quality we want to do, uh -huh. we'd rather advise you to, to use someone else that can give you that quality that you want. Because our work uh -huh. is like uh, we showcase ourselves to yeah. it. And we don't want anything that will damage our image. Okay. We're taking time, investing a lot of energy, time, or money, and emotions into building the brand. So we don't want something somebody will say, who did that project? Like, is that show great? No, no, no. Right. So our project are uh, like, um, we have a level for it. Yeah. So wait. the plan is to, to move into developing projects mm -hmm. and, um, you know, in residential, to sell, become developers. So mm -hmm. we're gradually approaching. To make your own kind of development. Yeah, we would have said. But um, the good part is, we've already established that we can do it for um, Nigerians in diaspora, mm -hmm. which is very important because because we have put forward quality and integrity, mm -hmm. uh, which is like our core values: mm -hmm. integrity, quality, and um, you know timely delivery of projects. Mm -hmm. So we're not going to tell you that your project will be six months when we know it's going to be one year. You tell them. Rather, you, you know the truth. Because any project that is less than a certain time, it probably is going to lack quality. Mm. So I rather tell you that the project is going to be a year, right. rather tell you that six months, and then rush it and not follow due process. Mm. So um, we see ourselves we're going to be huge players in the real estate industry in Nigeria and beyond. Mm -hmm. So because uh, we worked hard, mm -hmm. we put in the the hard work, and grace is also on our side. Yes, for sure. Which is very important. Great story on time. Definitely. Uh, <laughs> so this stuff, please. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. <laughs> but no, actually, I think that question because I'm hearing it's kind of two different things because you're talking a really a lot, even though it's still in the core of what you do is the quality and integrity. But it's, it sounds like you're also really like helping the team part too a lot. So I think even in the company culture, as you grow, right? As you grow 
Nigeria and like internationally. I'm sure you won't be able to manage every project by yourself by that point. How do you see yourself trying to reinforce those values to other managers so that you know the same things happening across the board? For me as a person, aside from every other each person I meet, I try to impact what they need to do for humanity. So it's not like you're just in my life for a particular reason. I try to tell you that you have to, what have you done to help humanity? What have you done? Right, right. So, I think women is um, that our little family, our short little family. Yeah. Um, we might not be able to reach out to each and every person in the world, but like, by the time you start training, like a particular person, okay, this is actually what you should do. This is actually you don't, don't, you don't cheat. You don't like your integrity. Make sure that your integrity is intact. Mm-hmm. Like that person sells it to another person. So it's almost like you're breeding a tree, mm-hmm. but you don't even know you're breeding a tree. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like if everyone is on the same, um, like we all have the same mindset, it's exactly what we're supposed to do. To. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not saying that we still not make people who wouldn't want to like really learn more. Like the fact that we get to impact, like most of um, the students that I can work on, most of them had like. They couldn't actually walk up to Clarence to say, because they feel like, okay, they actually don't really know much. So, what would they actually explain? But by the time they stayed, like, you, you stay inside, you're seeing what the workers are doing. So, it's not like one person is doing something and the person just telling you, okay, this is actually what I said this person do. So, you know, you actually know, okay, this is actually what the person makes. Mm-hmm. The person says, okay, he took one cement to make this. You already know what the person took. So, you're speaking up. You're not. Keep it quiet, okay? Like, first of all, you're trying to rip off. You know, you know exactly, exactly how. Exactly. So it's yeah. almost like they don't know that they're being trained to, to you know what's happening. Yeah, but yeah. they're actually being trained. Yeah, and I think yeah. that's a beautiful part of like each person as a leader, like wants to get into a place of authority and how to control people. Like that's how it plays out for you. So, Without you even knowing your language. Without learning. So leaders building more leaders because I think, yeah, like as you're saying, as you're trying to grow and grow into different parts of the world, which I can definitely see with the quality of homes, yeah, building that company is going to be so important too. I think that's a huge issue with brands is like how do you make sure every person in that company is representing the brand. So I'm really excited to see how you guys as a team build that up. And I was also going to ask, too, what has been probably the most amazing and surprising experience you've had so far in running this company? We've grown mm-hmm. emotionally, one. Financially, we've also, also, also grown. Because um, we're not accepting um, the standard we used to accept financially before. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we started wanting to just showcase ourselves, but um, we've done that already. Mm-hmm. So we're in the process of, okay, this is what we have worth. This is our quality. Mm-hmm. Can you afford it? Because we will not reduce our quality for you. Mm-hmm. So you have to meet us at this level. Mm-hmm. So uh, because to successfully design and build house, um, two homes for um, two Nigerians in diaspora, it's not an easy feat. <laughs> it's not an easy feat. It takes a lot of emotions yeah. and integrity to do that. Yeah. Luxury homes for that matter. Mm-hmm. So we've gone into that because they, they trust us. Like if something gets missing on site, no client can call us and say, your guys stole this. Right. That's one thing we've got to build integrity. It is key. 
So you can call us and say, oh, the rather say, okay, the security will be put in place, probably you should not worry about that. So once that is established, uh, every other thing, the quality of work, we're pushing it forward. And the funny part is, even um, in building the company, we were looking for building our website. Just now, my friend here, her husband was really a part of it. Yeah. I came here and I, I told him I wanted some you know, yeah. advice on how we can uh, build our site and everything. So he spent like he called one of his other friends. Yeah. He spent like two, three hours. Wow. You know, you know, just brainstorming on, right. you know, core values, what company should be right. doing, like that. So we did all that in like three hours, and he, he actually participated. Wow. Um, especially my friend also now. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and funny part, we are very close. Yeah, yeah. You know, so yeah. he, he supported us wow. in, that, in that regard. Like awesome. he, he didn't say this is just uh, something my wife's friend something. Yeah. yeah. Like he took time to really get to, involved. You know, get involved. Provided us with some some very good lines like the core value, yeah. TIQ, like uh, yeah. transparency, integrity, and quality. Oh. Yeah, that was his line actually. Nice. Yeah, he said that. And, uh, yeah. So we, we've got him impact from friends also not just yeah. us you know we learn from family mm-hmm. our family major support yeah know, for sure support, our husband <laughs> the husband sister and yeah. uh, my own family too yeah because yeah. uh whenever we're going through um stress in the beginning these are people that we, we fall back on like mm-hmm. okay they'll call my mom and say uh, see there's a way a client spoke to me today and i feel like i want to explode uh, like, yes yeah. she's like just calm down it parts <laughs> Then um, just now sent me a video of <laughs> everything. There's a video she sent me yeah. of people saying that uh, time is our greatest ally. No matter what you are going through today, it will definitely pass. Yeah. So each time I want to get annoyed, I just play that video. And I was like, time is our greatest ally. Maybe you should put it in the shadows. Some people, some <laughs> people watching this might be that. <laughs> like, like let's give it, a, let's give it a week or two. And sincerely, yeah. yeah. No matter how temperamental some clients have been over the time, two, three weeks down the line, they just chill out. Or it goes away, whatever the problem was. Yeah. Because um, whenever you meet arrogance with calmness, yeah. I found out that um, there's always a, a, a resolution between. Yeah. You know, the calmness, it always overshadows the arrogance. Yeah. Over time, it works. Yeah. So, but it, that patience to be calm yeah. when the emotional issues. So, I've learned personally, I've learned calmness, obviously. Just as very calm. Yeah, very calm. I learned a lot of calmness. Because whenever yeah. I want to react, I'm bursting into tantrums. <laughs> you know, like, please calm down, calm down. It's just this is just work. Yeah, you're gonna do something else. Calm down, don't reply. Yeah, you know, like, so yeah. I've learned emotional maturity over time. Um, we're also learning how to, um, you know, better take care of our finances, mm. and um, we're getting more clients now. So, um, different, it is a difference. Yeah, we've gone through the process of building. Ourselves, mm-hmm. 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 so I can say I can say okay, um, got a client. Speak to Justina. Speak to any any person. So there's an openness about this. Mm-hmm. It's not going. To, it's not like oh, let's keep this one secret. Don't talk no more. Everything's open mm-hmm. because a client will see that everything you're telling him. So when you give a client the code, say please consult on it. Mm-hmm. Consult on it. But this is our price. Right. If you want quality, it doesn't come cheap. That's the truth. Mm-hmm. We're not, selling, we're not selling fish. We're not selling fish. And this is not that look. Like yeah, yeah, we're not in the market. It's construction. Yeah, yeah. It's something, it's a legacy. Yeah. Any home will build, it's a legacy. Yeah, it's somewhere sure. uh, you're going to spend uh, like years in. Yeah. So you can't, you can't come to us and, and be 
talking don't like you, you want to buy something off the shelf or something. Mm-hmm. So we'll have a budget for you. Yeah. This is what you want. Mm-hmm. If you want this kind of quality, this is how what it is mm-hmm. to take you to financially fund it. Yeah. yeah. So if you know that you cannot fund it to that thing, because I have to mirror what you want yeah. with your budget. Yeah. Because sometimes people, as I said, people want things like um, they have this in Dubai. Yeah. But their budget is could do uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, financially. Yeah. yeah. So it becomes a problem when you cannot now give them yeah. that with their budget. Yeah. So they're not saying that, oh, short drinks is not good enough. Mm. So mm-hmm. we've got it to a level now where we are not very selective. Yeah. So we do all, all homes, residential, and everything, construction, but we're selective with the project with, uh, we undertake mm-hmm. as a company. Mm-hmm. So I uh, say, so, okay, this is, this is any project that will give us issues, mm-hmm. that will uh, reduce our quality, uh, we, have, we, we can like, okay, say, okay, this is not for us. Mm-hmm. So we have a uh, quality that we need to always maintain at all times. Mm-hmm. So it's not even about clients, it's about us as yeah. a company. We have a standard. Up yeah. in the world. We have a standard. So yeah. that's why we can build for people abroad and they come and say, okay, take your key. Yeah, for sure. Moving. Yeah. I wanted to say too, um, I guess what is like a dream country since you're sticking beyond Nigeria? What's like a dream location you think would be awesome to build a project with? <laughs> banana is not bad. Banana island? Like no, in Nigeria, like uh, to, to do something banana is not bad. Like, uh, it's like a massive luxury. Or Eco-Atlantic. Eco-Atlantic, I think that's industrial construction. Yeah, yeah. Mostly. Okay. But out of Nigeria, um, I think I like, um, I like Dubai. Yeah. Dubai. Yes. Very, very, very classy houses. So hopefully then, we see some. Then Singapore. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so Singapore is another Ooh, place. Oh, I love Singapore. Lovely buildings. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, just, you can go there and learn. You know, add some yeah. that's why we're always uh, evolving ourselves from yeah. this insurance break. So we take ideas from other people, we add it to what we know. Final question, I'll combine the two, but what would you tell a young person who's like, Hey, I wanna start a business like that's gonna be, you know, high quality, um, high integrity. Like where do I start? Especially if they're <coughs> dealing with environments where that's challenging to do so. And then secondly, what do you value the most about where you're both at today? Everyone says don't stop dreaming. I think that's like you put your mind to it and trust that God will help you get through. It might just take a while, but you definitely get there. And sometimes it might seem like everything is going apart. Just get there. That's it. Then, what's the question? Yeah, the second question is what do you value the most about oh, the position yeah. you're both in today after going through all you've gone through to get this company to where it is? Growth for me to see like something like you dreamt about, like coming to reality, and yeah. you're not just that's not just helping you, but like you're helping others and helping other people achieve like their dream. I think that's the most beautiful part. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. No, that's great. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think on um, the process, we went through the process of building ourselves first. Yeah, yeah. Ah, not forget, like, yeah. like in building a company, mm-hmm. you, you have to also work on yourself. You have mm-hmm. to work on your on your values, on yeah. your integrity, mm-hmm. and then on your patience, please. <laughs> I think the patience is even more important. Yeah. Because you're gonna go through uh, trying times. Mm-hmm. It's a must. Yeah. You're mm-hmm. gonna go through trying times and uh, so your ability to withstand those trying times yeah. is going to um, be how you come on the other side. Mm-hmm. So if you're able to withstand your trying times and uh, with 
good quality of like um, integrity, you know, what you value most, patience, emotional intelligence. So if you add everything together, um, definitely come come out of it. It is it is inevitable. That's awesome. It is in the you know, and your mindset actually is part of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can you can be doing well, mm. but have a, have a poor mindset. Mm. It affects your business. It affects anything you're doing. Yeah. So as I as I always said, uh, I said, you know, you become a king long before you get to the throne. Mm. So which means you must be trained consistently. You must be training yourself consistently before you become a, a seat on the throne. I really like that quote. I think you guys will have to send me that video. <laughs> 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 so because we, we, yeah. we've been going through a lot of building processes, yeah, yeah, know, yeah. Um, build ourselves, build the company mm-hmm. and give it a lot of um, uh, image, kind of mm-hmm. image that, uh, that speaks transparency, integrity and uh, quality. Mm-hmm. So um, so people can get into our team and say, okay, I want to build something. I, I live abroad, mm-hmm. but I want to build something at home. Mm-hmm. From the beginning to the end, you don't have issues. Don't have issues. Mm. So if if there's changes in price, I'm going to come and say, okay, this is high it is. Yeah. Sometimes it's hard. Yeah. It's, it, though it's hard to meet them, but the integrity is there to say, okay, this is it. Do you want this now, or you still want to maintain this level? But you know, client changes their opinion about things. A client will tell you that I want marble. Uh, man, I want marble. Uh, maybe four months time. He went somewhere and saw something else and said, okay, I want that. I want that. And the price difference is huge. <laughs> so I'm going to go to your DM, obviously, and say, okay, this is it. This is the price yeah. of this. So, but we yeah. built ourselves to get to that level where people can see um, how much will it cost to build this? Mm-hmm. How much do you need? Do you need 300 million to achieve this? Do you need 400 million? Because we have been able to undo uh, big projects, mm-hmm. you know, for clients in the yeah. diaspora. Mm-hmm. So it's not a big deal for us anymore. Um, mm-hmm. The young company, but uh, over time, we've proven ourselves yeah. locally and uh, international uh, clients, yeah. which is key. That's awesome. I have to say, this was really fun for me. <laughs> it was so cool uh, picking their brains and <laughs> just see the process. And I'm just so uh, excited that you're on my podcast today. Very proud of both of you and your company yes. and the culture you've built, which I think is almost, if not more valuable than the buildings you're actually building. And I'm so excited for the future for Shorefix. So thank you for being on the podcast today. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> and oh, also, where can the audience find you guys? So we are on IG. We have a website on Shorebricks. That's our IG handle. Then we have a website, Shorebricks.com. www.shorebricks.com. Well, Twitter, we're on LinkedIn. Just Shorebricks, anyway. You get on social media. Awesome. So if you are abroad and you are looking to build homes, you definitely <laughs> message these two. And they've got you for sure. So thanks. Thanks, thanks for tuning in.